Hello everybody and welcome back to the uptrend uh, with Vibra Finance. Um, I am Melvin with uh, Vibra and uh, I'm in here today solo dolo. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into some crypto news. Alright, first we got up here. Uh, New Jersey Pension Fund invested $7 million in Bitcoin mining stocks last quarter. So the pension that is worth at this moment about 30 billion dollars they took stakes in riot blockchain and marathon digital holdings so this is the first time that this state has done something like that and uh you know i i think it's actually pretty groundbreaking um new jersey's pension fund chased the crypto mining's upside last quarter with multi-million dollar you know bets on these stocks and um, I just know how good the blockchain stocks have been this year. So with that being said, I know they did very well. But the thing that interests me is that, uh, you know, they didn't actually invest directly into it. So I can't really tell if they're scared. Like maybe they just the asset is too volatile. For them maybe they just like less volatility and more stability is is that why they just did the mining stocks instead of the the crypto itself bitcoin itself mm, you know it doesn't really say that but i'm speculating for it to be that because you know i feel like if you want to get big exposure to bitcoin why not just invest into bitcoin itself but you know they didn't explain but in my mind, thinking logically, I feel like that's why that they didn't uh, buy Bitcoin directly. Uh, maybe they're on the sidelines just waiting, trying to figure out what's happening or waiting for a dip or who knows. But, you know, but either way, that's bullish news. That's good. That's good for crypto in general. You know, we want to get that, get that news out there and, uh, you know, we want the, the masses to be able to flood in. Uh, it's better for anybody who's in crypto. It's better for your bags. Hey, pump my bags. We got noobs coming in, which is great. It's great. There's new people in the space, which is awesome. All right. And uh, now we coming up next Uniswap. They limited access to some tokens, um, which is before we even get into anything else with that. It's uh, a little bit puzzling to me because. You know, they're supposed to be like really decentralized. So like, why are you restricting access to tokens? Um, they literally, you can buy scam tokens on there, but now they're restricting access to some tokens. And I mean, most of these are like tokenized stocks and derivatives on the interface of uh, Uniswap. So really what it is more of uh us regulators there would they're going to be scrutinizing these products that are on these uh dexes and uh, basically they're going to have to be registered as a security just for the simple fact of because stocks and commodities and stuff like that are registered as a security usually um so I, I guess that that makes sense. But the thing that bothers me is it's supposed to be so decentralized. So, you know, they're, they're just taking that away. And, you know, crypto is about freedom. 
you know, we should have the freedom to buy and sell whatever we want. Even though it's just a tokenized version, but it does, that doesn't matter. You know, and Uniswap says this is basically an uh, evolving landscape thing. You know, but for me, I just feel like they really just don't want the trouble of the SEC coming after them and being under, you know, government watch. Nobody really wants that. It's, it's stressful in itself. So, I mean, they're not the only one. They're not the only ones who have decided to restrict access, restrict access to these to these type of stocks, tokenized stocks, things like that on the blockchain. So, um, I mean, that's coming. That's that's unfortunately the world that we live in. Um, I mean, Binance is also included in this because Binance also canceled like they're just kind of outlawed getting tokenized stock products on their chain in the last couple of weeks because that, that was there. I know because I was on uh, pancake swap and I had seen some stocks on there. I actually wound up buying like one. I forget what it was, but I did buy one. I, I got rid of it, but yeah, that's a shame. So <clears throat> that really is a shame because we, we need this space to be decentralized and people shouldn't be making decisions for us on what we can and what we can't buy. <clears throat> but I mean other DeFi platforms do support them. So we could still we could still get them through there. And I mean just crypto in general. The whole industry is facing scrutiny. And the regulators they're coming after everything. They're coming after all the exchanges and everyone trying to track everything. Um, the SEC is really cracking down on people, especially Gary Gensler. So on Tuesday, Gary Gensler, he spoke on the bar, well, spoke on behalf of the Bar Association and saying that centralized and decentralized platforms will have to regulate these tokenized stocks as securities. So it does make sense. Um, but then again, this is supposed to be decentralized. So... Um, it's one step back for us, which is, which is not cool because it's basically like, I feel like we're going to have to be flocking from platform to platform. Like we don't have like a safe space. It just feels like the walls are getting closed down on us, like smaller and smaller. Like, Hey, well, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do this. And you can't do it. I think pretty soon it's like, it's just going to become like a, a bank space, a banker space. And they're going to be controlling everything all over again. So, I mean, you got to get it while the getting's good and really be involved in this stuff because I just feel like maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. But most of this decentralization, as they call it, or getting around them seeing what you're doing and seeing all your money and what you're making because, you know, they have to know what you're doing. And this is supposedly to protect people and, and whatsoever, but you know, I, I don't buy that, you know, I really don't. Um, people should be allowed to buy what they want, whether they think it's a scam or not, whether they lose their money or not, they should be able to do what they want. So, I mean, on that note, now we're going to go ahead on over to Twitter and Jack Dorsey. Okay, so 
Jack Dorsey says he sees a lot of opportunity in Bitcoin. He thinks that he can um, integrate Bitcoin into Twitter and make it do great things, uh, such as things. He's going to integrate them in such as things as commerce, uh, subscriptions, uh, follows, the tip jar. Um, so, you know, features like that that could be coming up. And since Bitcoin is the world's largest cryptocurrency by market cap, he believes that it will be one of the bigger trends on Twitter. You know, that will basically help the, the platform gain even more adoption. He claims it'll help decent decentralization, but I feel like we can all agree that Twitter is pretty it's pretty centralized and they, they kind of censor everything. You can't tweet you can't say what you want. You can't tweet your mind because you'll get you'll just get straight up like go to Twitter jail or just get kicked off the platform, period. You say one thing about someone or maybe something someone doesn't like and you know? They just kind of like kick you off. It's kind of like internet tyranny. Because I don't believe there's very much decentralization in the internet at all. To the contrary of what people believe, there's just not. I just feel like they, they, they pretty much can follow everything. So, I mean, people need to cut that out. Like these social social media platforms are not decentralized at all. And they want Bitcoin integrated into these things and digital currencies because they want to keep you on there. They don't want to see anyone leave. So with that being said, <clears throat> he says that Bitcoin will be a big part of the company's future. And um, he said that this will be transparent in the second quarter earnings call for the company, um, which will further outline the currency's potential to transform Twitter with their products and services. Now, Dorsey, he refers to Bitcoin as the native currency of the Internet. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, it is a currency on the Internet, but I don't. I wouldn't say it was, it's the native. That's that's just how he feels. <laughs> that's how he feels in his opinion. So. He says that uh, Bitcoin is one of the key three trends for Twitter alongside artificial intelligence and decentralization. Well, it's AI and Bitcoin sound cool, but decentralization is not what Twitter is. You know, hey, not not talking bad, like nothing against Twitter, but they're totally not decentralized. So, you know, I mean, for me, I just feel like Jack's pushing a narrative here. Just pushing a narrative. Oh, Bitcoin's, hey, we're bringing Bitcoin. Twitter's the holy grail of everything. Let's just, hey, let's come on. Artificial intelligence. Cool. It's okay. Like, I mean, AI is already everywhere, but cool. AI, I see how AI can work. Um, decentralization. No, just no. Just no. Just no. Come on, Jack. All right. Now, Dorsey, I mean... I guess people they think he's a an early Bitcoiner. Uh said so he's 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 been calling it the, the currency of the internet since twenty eighteen. I, I wouldn't I just would not call that an early Bitcoiner. Like if you if you haven't if you weren't in Bitcoin or dabbled around with it or you know, since twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen and back, I really wouldn't call you an early 
bit Bitcoin person. Even 2016 is pushing it. I just wouldn't say that you, you're, you know, early Bitcoin guy. You know, people who are buying at a dollar, 10 cents, even below that penny. Those, those are the early Bitcoin guys. You know, so that's just how I feel about it anyway. I mean, but he also, like like I said, he's he's really pushing the narrative here. I mean, he also has a a payments firm called Square, and they're really big Bitcoin investors. Uh, they purchased about 50 million in Bitcoin in 2020, and they bought another 170 million dollars in Bitcoin in 2021. So, yeah, they they own a lot of Bitcoin. They own a lot of Bitcoin. They're pushing that narrative, and I mean. It, I mean, I can't blame him. It makes sense. You know, if you have a bunch in Bitcoin like that, then why not push it? Especially if, uh, you know, you're using it for your payments company and your payment company is very crypto friendly. So, yeah, I mean, that that uh, that definitely makes sense. And, and speaking about Jack Dorsey and Bitcoin... Um, him and Elon Musk and Kathy Wood, Kathy Wood were just on a uh, Bitcoin conference, a virtual Bitcoin conference called the B Word. That sounds cool, right? The B Word. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, basically, you know, Jack had his things to say about Twitter and Bitcoin, obviously, like we just discussed. But uh, Elon Musk also touched on it. Um, you know, saying how Tesla and SpaceX, they do take Bitcoin and will be accepting Bitcoin. But he also stated his belief that Ethereum and Dogecoin will beat Bitcoin. So, I mean, that is what that is. I do also believe that Ethereum will flip Bitcoin. The whole Dogecoin thing, it, it'll, it'll be in there. Like, it'll be, you know, like... People didn't really think so, but Dogecoin will have its niche in this market. So, I mean, regardless of my personal opinion, Dogecoin will have a mainstay in this market in its own lane. So, uh, at this point, like, I don't doubt that, especially with Elon backing Doge. And everyone's just going to buy what he says to buy. So, I mean, that is what that is. That's just how the markets are working right now. <laughs> so but like seriously I don't know what to, to say about that one because like people really should just do more research instead of just because this guy says this you know it's one thing if you you have your own personal opinion and you form your own opinion and you know you read and you do research see partnerships or whatever but dude you know most people are just buying Doge because Elon said to buy doge and you know people most people don't really know anything about like tokenomics or supply or, or any of those type of things so i mean also elon musk did buy 1.5 billion in bitcoin so you know he's one of those real big bitcoin things bitcoin guys as well uh he's also i mean yeah he does spacex but he also working on starlink starlink will basically It'll be like a big grid for the internet, um, providing internet for all, you know. So everybody will be 
you know, along with the cryptocurrency and digital thing, payments thing, you're going to need the internet. Uh, they're going to help bank the unbanked. Because, I mean, there really is a demand for for the internet, for an internet connection. It's all going to be 5G as well. So, yeah, I mean, say what you want to say, but, I mean, there's being big improvements um, just as far as innovation in the technology space. So, you know, um, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of that for that. And, uh, you know, just to touch on some health topics, one thing I want to touch on is vitamins, vitamins. And make sure you guys, I, I don't think people understand how important it is to like, make sure you're getting the nutrients that you actually need. The nutrients that you actually need because we we don't get enough of what we need vitamin d you know vitamin c vitamin a vitamin k just all that stuff we don't get it we don't get enough um partly because we just can't eat enough food for it so you know that's also one thing that we should be mindful of and, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much it for today, for right now. And uh, thank you for tuning us, tuning into us today for this short session. Um, make sure you tune in and be on the watch out for the next episode. Thank you.